1: John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way. You know, as we look through the Gospels, we'll find in even the book of Isaiah in particular, words to describe who He is. Characteristics of who the Lord Jesus is, what He is all about. The Word of God said, I'm the way. We think of this world in which we live today and it's really confused because I think man is seeking after every which way. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the ends thereof are death. I think the world thinks that we can pursue the way of drugs and drink and immorality and all these different things. Those things might bring happiness for a season, but they bring destruction in the long run. Jesus said, if you want to know who I am, I'm the way. And our task in 2020 is to, by the grace of God, let everyone in this city know there is no other way. Jesus said, I am the way. He's not saying the Baptists are the way. He said, I am the way. The second characteristic said, I'm the truth. seems like we live in a day of lie. I read a statistic not long ago. The overwhelming amount of people lie on a regular daily basis to their closest, their family and those that are near them. I want to say if I recall it was in the 90% that we just lie. We don't tell the truth. It's an amazing thing to me how that we're trying to get the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, but we'll never get truth until we get Jesus. You cannot legislate truth. You cannot reform truth. For Jesus, I am the truth. And as long as people are away from Jesus Christ, there will not be truth in the land. I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. Everything else outside of Jesus brings death. John 8, 44 said, Ye of your father, the devil, who was a liar from the beginning. He had no truth in him. And the devil is that which lives for death. We talk about euthanasia, how to kill people when they get older or when they wanna die. And our country thinks it's a good thing and many states have now legalized that. But God says, your days are numbered by me. Your time is in my hands. Our youth pastor was in a local school just a few weeks ago because dealing with teenagers, because a teen took his life. And I want to say tonight that whatever it is in life, it's not ever bad enough to ruin the future of those that you leave behind. We met a man this past week that was so brokenhearted because his young brother took his life this week. What a tragedy. Everything outside of Jesus is death. We magnify death from before the cradle, in the womb of a mother to the day people die and we'll legislate that people can have these things, uh, whatever it might be, legalized drugs to destroy a life. I almost pastored a church in Colorado before we came here. And they found out how inexperienced I was and how young I was. They said, uh, we don't want you at our church. It's one of the beautiful cities in Colorado. We have some college students in that city. And it's been reported publicly that that city is now nothing but a drug-infested, ruined city because we have the idea that we can legislate sin and allow sin to permeate a life, but that only brings death. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And in closing, I come to Luke 1, 79. He said, I am light. The purpose of the Lord Jesus is to bring light to a dark world. You might be like me. I I have such a difficult time sleeping at night. I haven't slept well for years and it really doesn't bother me because apparently I don't need a lot of sleep. So I get up most of the nights and sometimes I'll read my Bible and sometimes pray and I'll walk around and I have a good time, really it's a great time. But the problem of walking in the night in our house is that we like the house dark. Just again, about three or four nights ago, I got up as dark as could be. I walked into the corner of the door jamb because I didn't see it. I'm feeling my way, trying to figure out where I'm at in the house. I was walking down the stairs, the second floor, oh, I guess about a year ago. And as I walked down, I misjudged the second step. I don't know if you've ever done that, but you never recover. I tell you, I think I could put on a comedy show on that would cause people to laugh. I fell down those steps, just tumbled all the way down to the bottom. Thank God for a loving, careful, caring wife. What are you doing? <laughs> oh my goodness, I've done so many dumb things walking around in the middle of the night. About three weeks ago, I stubbed my toe. And I want to say, ow, but I thought I'll wake her up if I do. Does anybody else have these emotional problems like I have? You walk around. I get excited just two nights ago on the clock, I went to bed and I looked, one, two, three, four. I get excited when I see things like that. I said, if I stay awake, I can see one, one, one. I was telling this to the elementary kids. I said, have you ever seen the number? Have you ever seen like seven, seven, seven? A bunch of little kids raised their hand. They saw it. Oh yeah, it's like the little kid I said, it was birthday time and I, i was asking about his birth and i said now was your mother there when you were born because no <laughs> i said well where was she she was at another hospital <laughs> oh kids say the greatest things i uh i hope this is appropriate to say this i'm looking at my wife and she's already <laughs> giving me the eye she doesn't know what i'm going to say but white wives are good about this Recently, oh, I don't know, several months ago, I was traveling quite a bit that week in different hotels. I got up in the middle of the night, and she happened to be with me. We were on the senior trip in Washington, D.C. with our seniors. And I can't believe I'm telling you this, but I got lost in that bathroom. I could not find my way out. And I thought I was at the house, so I said, if I go over here, there's a shower tub right here. And I went there, and that wasn't there. I I know this is going to sound crazy. I got lost in that dark bathroom. I couldn't find a light switch for five minutes. And I never found the light switch. I finally found the hinges on the door. This had to be a sight, seeing all this. And I found the hinges, and I said, if I go this way, if I go this way, there's got to be the end of the door. I don't know what was going on, but I finally, there's a tub there, I just sat down and said, Lord, I don't know what I'm gonna do, I can't find my way out of here. If that wasn't appropriate to tell, forgive me please. My Bible says to give light, Jesus came to give light. I am the light of the world, John 1. The whole world was lost in the darkness of sin. The light of the world is Jesus. Why do we light these candles in a few moments and we'll light them? We'll quickly snuff them out. We'll have prayer. But the purpose is to show how quick, how quickly it can spread from one to another. We'll darken the auditorium except for, of course, the exit lights and emergency lighting. And we should have these lights here, but this one candle behind me. And when we do that in just a few moments, it'll be dark in here. And the purpose is to have the deacons that are in town to come and they'll take this one flame and Jesus is the light. I'm not the light. There's one that is lit right behind me representing Christ. And I'll take and get a candle and light that candle and hold it upright. The deacons will come during prayer. They'll take their candle. Then they'll fan out at the end of every row And you'll keep your candle straight if it's lit. If someone will come up against yours. And then all the way down. That's our goal for 2020. We have printed 40,000 Bibles for the city of Santa Clara, California. There's 40,000 doors in our city. 130,000 people. And next year, our goal, like we did on the 25th anniversary, we'll take the Word of God to every single home in this city. We're not going to convert them to become Baptists, though that would be a pretty good thing. We're taking the Word of God, and it's marked, for example, the Book of Romans, it shows them their condition, their sinners, born that way, just like I was. And Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and that's why He came to Bethlehem, and as Brother Bertrand prayed, he came to go from a cradle to the cross, to a grave, and he intercedes in heaven that we might be saved and come to know Christ as our Savior. The new birth is like the birth date of a person, the physical birth. You have one birthday. I remember my birth date because my folks in my birth certificate wrote it down. But in 1956, I was born again. Not into my mother's womb the second time as the book of John chapter three, Nicodemus said. But instead, I was born again. God saved me that day. I didn't become a Baptist that day. I became a Christian that day. You're not ready to live until you're ready to die. And you're not ready to die until you know the one who give you eternal life the light of the world is jesus what would happen in this world that's so full of hate if the gospel would light every house in this city the chief is here and he knows this i look every day on my phone to see if we've lost a police officer i've been praying for so many of these because at christmas So many have lost their lives. A young man in Washington, just a couple days ago, 25 years of age, a police officer, 25, married a two-year-old baby, and a baby on the way he'll never see was killed. You know what this world needs? This world needs the light of the world.